A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, I am joined by a returning guest, Ravi Nair, who is based in Mumbai in India. Ravi, a very warm welcome to you, sir. Hi, Paul. Thanks me. Thanks for having me on this podcast. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, time just flies when we both talk. <laughs> it does indeed. And, and on that note, listeners, um, it might be just worth flagging up that Ravi and I are co-founders of something called Soulful Leaders. So, Ravi, it struck me that maybe this first one under this banner of Soulful Leaders would be to ask the question uh, and hopefully share insights for our listeners around what is a Soulful Leader? Any thoughts around that? Uh, Well, Paul, even before I get into Soulful Leaders, I would talk about a traditional leader. And if you ask me, as I grew up, I used to play a game which a lot of, lot of us played, that is called the musical chair. And many of them will agree that that game taught me something, that if I had to win, I had to knock off somebody off the chair. And as I grew up, I did some mistakes in my life, like, you know, to, to get to a certain position or a title. I was knowingly or unknowingly uh, involved in something where I had to you can say, you know, one one blink politics, just because the leadership position was important for me. Right? And I think that's what happens to a lot of people who follow the traditional leadership system, where uh, they, they, they are all pursuing a, a title or a position or a chair. Soulful leader is a bit different. Right? Uh, so, I would say that traditional leader, leadership today is compartmentalized. So, it is more defined by the activity which you do and the outcome of the activity, right? Uh, but if you ask me about leadership today, it's nothing to do with the position or the title today. Right from childhood, there was always a demand for being a leader. Like, you know, so when you're in school, you graduated to college, there was always a demand to become a leader, right? So... The old school of thoughts defines uh, leadership as, you know, something where you handle people who work under you. Uh, so in a way, it puts you in charge of people. But soulful leadership is about uh, how you work with people, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and that is what soulful leadership is all about. Uh, like you know, uh, the traditional leadership defines uh, leadership on an external level. Like they look at what are we going to achieve in the end. Right? How is the journey going to be? That's fine. But a soulful leader goes a bit internal. I would say it's more of internal. Mm. What do you become as a human being at the end of the journey? Yeah. You might get money, you might achieve your goals, a million dollars, or whatever it is. But what do you become at the end of that journey? Yeah. Because what you become is actually going to define the next journey for you. Mm. Great, great way to frame it. Let me ask you this question, Ravi. And it's one that I've been asked countless times over the years. Are leaders born or are they made? I would say, honestly, 
everybody is a born leader everybody is a born leader but over a period of time there's a transition which happens where there's an influence of the environment the influence of the people in whom we are with as some of everybody try to influence you with their own leadership styles so if something worked for somebody in their life they push it on you they thrust it on you and you adopt it like for example i remember i was coaching somebody sometime back and he is very aggressive in his nature and i asked him why would you want to be like this like you know people don't like you around in this organization he said i had a boss ravi and he was very aggressive like this and he was very successful and he became the ceo of the organization so this is where people picked up he picked up he for him it was a lesson that you know if this man became a ceo by using this kind of attitude or behavior then i could i can also be successful so i say though we were all bonus leaders like you know we all everybody were equal over a period of time there's a transition which happened and the soulful leader is basically about reprogramming people right no and uh, basically i would say you know i mean i might sound technical when i say installing a new program but that's that's what it is we are remolding people to peak within and the other thing ravi is when people hear this word leader is it fair to say that there's that automatic assumption oh that person must be in charge of a big company or a big business or a big organization or something of that ilk but that's actually not the case is it because we can be a leader in the solitude and the silence of our own company in our own front room actually paul you brought up something very significant very important if you ask me because a soulful leader since we're talking about soulful leader need not be necessarily somebody who's leading a group of people or an organization he would be leading himself think about this if people get aware of the fact that as a human being we are so dynamic that forget leading people and organization if you are able to lead yourself you will be doing a whole lot of good to this entire world so you have to lead yourself to think rationally you have to lead yourself to take rational decisions you have to lead yourself to not be judgmental about people you have to lead yourself to manage your own emotions so the fact remains that people emulate you as a leader right so if you are somebody who is leading yourself as a person i mean and people follow you and you become a role model for people so i would say the biggest thing is about forget uh, uh, leading organizations and people everybody needs to lead yourself for example look at a mother in a house a homemaker she actually leads herself she takes decision in the house she she decide how the finance is going to be distributed she has the children's fees and everything so she handles the finance also properly so if you see a uh, lot of people say i would like to be my, my like my mother now the mother might be a homemaker but then why does the son choose to be like a mother because she is leading herself so well that people want to emulate her she become like a role model mm. yeah and just on that um, that excellent point that rabbit's flagged up there listeners and it is my own personal view but for me uh, the word that rabbit described it the mother is is the consummate soulful leader because when you look at you know the role that that's taken under that banner of mother i mean oh, blimey if you if you wrote a job description ravi for for a mother 
it would probably be about 500 pages long. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, look at her. She does everything which a CEO does. Mm. We go to business schools to learn resilience. We go to business school and they teach us be patient as a leader. Look at your mother. She is a mobile university in the house, rooming in the house. You just have to watch her. Like, just watch her when there's no money in the house. How she still manages the show. Mm. Uh, when your dad comes home and he has a bad day, how does he handle relationship? So she's somebody who can teach you how to handle finance. She can teach you how to handle personal relationship, how to balance the house when you are two kids and one of them feel that, oh, I am not treated well. That That's where she comes into the balancing act. So literally, she is a mobile university. That's what I call because moving around the house. So, uh, I mean, you can get everything. For me, a mother is a soulful leader. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. What a, what a great term, listeners. I've never heard that before. Mobile university. I love that term. I'm going to start using that, Ravi. A mobile university. Yeah. What a fantastic term that is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So... When we talk about World Game Changes as well, Ravi, I mean, you know, you're a director of World Game Changes and we speak about that in the context that everyone is a World Game Changer. They probably just maybe not quite aware that that is the case. Would you say the same parallel or to what degree uh, does the same parallel apply in terms of being a soulful leader? Everyone's a soulful leader, maybe, but they're not quite aware of that. Is that true? Absolutely. Even if they are not, or if they are, I would say there is always an inclination to become a soulful leader. But the circumstances around you probably might not uh, allow you to do it. But the fact remains that everybody has a desire and an inclination to become a soulful leader. At least the kind of people I meet on a daily basis, they all want fulfillment in life. They all want to motivate and uh, create people like them in the in the organization or around them. But what happens is uh, because of the environment or the way they think, the mindset doesn't allow them to do that. So uh, I would say, like, you know, uh, a traditional leader would always say, do as I say. But a soulful leader say, do as I do. Because he'll walk the talk. Mm. So if he's talking about values, he'll follow it first. Even if he has to pay a price for it. And then when I see somebody doing like that, Paul, I would rather follow him yeah. because the fear of like, you know, why people compromise on the values because they see people above them or, you know, people who are successful compromising on the values and they feel that, oh, he is compromised because without compromising, he wouldn't have succeeded. But a soulful leader will not have that fear of losing or uh, maybe a failure. So he probably won't compromise on the, on the value system. And so that is a thread which somebody picks up. So, uh, and that applies to every the, every member of the world game changes. And the, another big thing about soulful leader, if you ask me, is contribution. So like we said, a mother truly represents being a soulful leader. One of the biggest, uh, I mean, qualities of a mother is unconditional love. That is why a mother is always put on top, above father also, because mother is unconditional love. Like you come at night, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock from a party. She'll be waiting for you to ask you if you had dinner or not. Though she knows you come for a party. Unconditional love. She'll not complain that, oh, you should understand. I was working whole day. 
and he was coming in the night. No, no, no. The father might say that sometimes, you know, I do that, but my wife never does that. Right. So that's another aspect of soulful leader, unconditional love. So uh, it's said that, you know, uh, uh, there is a saying which comes from man, I will take care of me because I love you, Paul. You take care of you because you love me. Mm. Because if I and you take care of ourselves, I will do a whole lot of good to you automatically. I don't have to do anything in your life. I just have to take care of myself. The way I think, the way I approach life, the way I handle people, the way I handle emotions. If I do that much as a soulful leader, I already done enough for you. I like it. I like it. And as we draw towards a close, listen, is that what Ravi said there? Kind of just brought in this concept of what I call the responsibility triangle. So what Ravi's saying there, what I'm hearing anyway, is we take responsibility for ourselves. You know, we're not responsible for what other people do. And when you look at that triangle, imagine at the top of that triangle is the word responsibility. That sits there. It's down to us. But underneath there are things that happen, and this is said without judgment, in human nature, a trait of you. We tend to either blame others. It's not me, Ravi, it's you. Ravi, I don't do anything wrong, but you do. So I'm always blaming you. And that I think that lets me off the hook, but it doesn't let me off the hook because I carry on in wallowing in my own ignorance and still getting the same results. And then the other one is justifying. So blame and justifying. Oh, if I was, you know, if I was in a better relationship, um, this wouldn't happen. If I had a bigger house, this wouldn't happen. If I had more money, this would. I'm justifying things rather than taking responsibility. So as we start to wrap up, Ravi, any thoughts around that responsibility triangle? Absolutely, Paul. In fact, uh, you hit the nail. Forget you and me. People also blame God. <laughs> so if, if they don't find anybody else, they'll just, they, the next level is God. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? God, because of God, I did not succeed. He is playing games with me. My stars are not good. My horoscope is not good. Whatever it is. So, and the reason they do that is, like you said, the moment you shift the blame, you shift the responsibility also. And uh, one important thing about responsibility is, you know, it is said it is the ability to respond. So people mostly don't take responsibility because for some reason they believe that they don't have the ability to respond. And that's why they pass on the responsibility to somebody else. So one way, one thing which we, we do at uh, World Game Changers is make people believe that they have the ability to respond. Might be in a small way, might be not in a very big way, but that doesn't matter. Even if you have the ability to do contribute, even 5%, do it. No problem. Right? So we, we, one of the things which I've been doing at WGC is this, that telling people don't bother about the quantum of your ability. Just contribute in whatever way you can. Doesn't matter. And if 100 people come together, we'll, we'll achieve it. That's it. So let's not think about it. One person, everyone has to do uh, finish up something, some project. Just let's come together as a team, bring in our strengths and our own strengths and abilities and let's do it. Superb, superb. So that kind of wraps this first one up, Ravi. Um, And and we'll be doing subsequent episodes, listeners, around uh, the soulful leaders. Ravi and I are developing a program. 
in 30 seconds, Ravi, by way of bringing things to an end, do you just want to give us a taster of around what that course is that we're developing, some of the topics or some, you know, just one or two of the areas that we might be diving into? Yeah, in fact, uh, uh, this whole program, if I have to sum it up in 30 seconds, we are talking about all the aspects of leadership and everything will be covered in this program, but with a different dimension. So, uh, we go deep dive into decision making, which is one of the primary responsibilities of a leader. But we go to the depth of from where does decision making, what is the origin of decision making? So when you correct it right at the base, the foundation itself, then your decision making gets right. So uh, how do you uh, build rapport with people? Right? Most of the people approach uh, it very casually, but rapport building is a science. Yeah. So uh, that's it. So that I would, that's what I said. We have covered all the aspects in this program with a lot of depth, and uh, it's steady where people love it. Superb. And we have some lovely back impromptu background music there, listeners. Yep. <laughs> and at which point I'm going to sign off saying you can check us out on soulfulleaders.com. And other than that, Rabbit, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for the thanks for your time. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Likewise, my friend. And uh, all that remains now, listeners, is for me to sign off the way that I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>